Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I want to get right in to a city council's meeting from last night. Uh, last night was a pretty tense meeting, quite frankly. I'm sure many of you have seen the video. You certainly heard the audio here on CHML over the course of the morning. Uh, one councillor saying that a group of counter-protesters gave oxygen to the, and I'm quoting here, 6 to 12 morons, which resulted in, uh, well, the viewing that we saw, of course, the videos that happened in Gage Park during the Pride ceremonies. Uh, at one point, people had to be uh, booted out of, of the council chambers uh, because of their interactions, shall we say, with uh, a certain member of council, a couple of members of council. Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger joins us on the program. Uh, we're going to get a few perspectives on this over the next little while. Uh, Mr. Mayor, thank you so much for the time. Good to have you with us today. Yeah, good morning, Bill. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about last night. I, mean, I think an awful lot of people were watching last night, if they couldn't have attended uh, at City Hall, uh, hoping that there was going to be some resolution uh, to some of the issues and some of the concerns that have been raised over the last week. Uh, I'm not so sure if that happened. I'm not so sure if things got worse last night with the activity that heard, uh, was occurred. rather. Well, I mean, I think things uh, things have improved. I think we're uh, moving in a direction that uh, everyone should be uh, should be comfortable with, which is to uh, try and uh, you know stamp out and uh, prevent these uh, hate mongers from getting access to uh, to city hall. So, I think that's a positive step. We're going to look at the uh, security cameras. Uh, I, in my uh, statement uh, a day and a half ago, said that uh, I'm going to be meeting with uh, you know the leaders of the communities that are targets of hate. Uh, as well as with the uh, LBGTQ uh, queer trans uh, community separately as well to kind of talk about a conversation about uh, where where are we going, what do we need to do, how do we uh, collect collectively as uh, you know fight against this uh, these hate mongers that are out there stirring the pot. So I'm uh, I'm uh, you know I think we've uh, we're making progress. Uh, I, I don't I don't think it's at all helpful that we're you know, pointing fingers at one another, what we ought to be doing is coming together and finding a way forward that uh, that really, you know, tackles the issues that uh, that we need to tackle, which is this rise of uh, populism, this rise of uh, discontent, uh, folks that are prepared to act out uh, violently uh, on their thoughts and ideas, and we need to, we need to stand against that. And so uh, I'm hoping that that's the uh, that's where we're going to go. In your opinion, Mr. Mayor, how did things spin out of control? Because clearly they seem to have, and, and last night's, uh, let me put it this way, the actions that we saw at Council last night I think are pretty indicative of that. Yeah, well, things are heated at the moment. So uh, I understand that, and if, I, if I'm uh, gay, queer, trans, uh, uh, you know, in uh, part of that community, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm fearful right now, and I, I completely understand that. Uh, you know, this is, these are... These are, uh, you know, very vile things that are being said. Uh, you know, if, if someone's kind of poking at your your lifestyle or your your uh, your chosen path, uh, that is uh, that is hurtful. And uh, and you know, for those that are uh, thinking about coming out because they're uh, potentially gay, queer, or trans, uh, you know, you would worry a little bit. But you know, at the same time, we we have to put this into perspective. These are six to eight people that are causing this level of mayhem, and they must be delighted right now, the, the kind of mayhem that they've been able to create. And so, uh, you know, last night, uh, you know, Councilman Rula said some things that uh, some in the community didn't want to hear. Uh, he's, he expressed an opinion that, uh, you know, might be on the mind of many people. Uh, and the reality is that we need to be able to listen to one another to, uh, to kind of get through this issue. So, Trying to shout uh, shout someone down and trying to uh, you know notwithstanding how heated it is, isn't uh, isn't going to be helpful. We need to come together. We need to have dialogue, and we need to stand against the the, the common uh, agitators that uh, are 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 ra- raising these issues and uh, and causing this level of mayhem and hate and violence. 
The uh, and, and we can get into some general discussions here. I, I, city council meetings are public meetings, and you're absolutely right. There is Everybody has a right to their opinion and to express that opinion uh, in the proper way and in the proper form. Uh, things certainly got out of hand last night. Uh, and, and I know you feel this way because we've talked about this when this has happened in council before. Uh, nobody solves anything when there's yelling and screaming and, 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 and foul language that's thrown back and forth between members. And we saw that last night. Uh, but, you know, the old idea that it takes two to tangle. I mean, a lot of people, I'm sure you've seen on social media, Mr. Mayor, uh, are disappointed uh, with the conduct of some people on council last night as well. Well, and, and uh, you know, that, that they're entitled to have that uh, that view. And, uh, you know, if, uh, if I'm, uh, again, part of the queer trans community and, and, and things are heated at the moment and there's a lot of emotion behind all of this and they're, they're feeling attacked, uh, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're likely to lash out as well. And I think... Uh, you know that's not not something that we want to promote and encourage. We want to we want to actually give people the opportunity to have a voice and to uh, to do it in a uh, calm and respectful way. Uh, just everyone shouting at one another doesn't accomplish a darn thing. Nobody gets heard. Uh, no 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 opinions get expressed that uh, that actually uh, you know resonate with people. It's just a lot of noise that uh, that doesn't really help the cause. And this is why I'm I'm hoping that we bring people together, have a conversation with police. Uh, you know, we need our police to be part of this dialogue. We need not be accusing our police of uh, of trying to do anything other than protecting, uh, you know, everyone, property and people. And uh, let's come together and talk about what more we need to do. Uh, you know, many of us are not the cause of all of these issues, but we certainly need to deal with them. And uh, and there's a collective responsibility. All of us need to come together. It's You know, if we, if we end up fighting with one another, then we're not going to get anywhere. You know, one of the things that, that concerns me about this, having watched the meeting last night, is, uh, and you just referred to it, I think, in the beginning of our conversation, uh, the motion that was passed about dealing with uh, the, the, the displays that are going on in front of City Hall every day, and, and frankly, frankly, the actions of some of those people, uh, the motion that you crafted and passed last night, I think, has an awful lot of merit and may well be uh, the best way to address one of those concerns, which is a major concern community-wide here. But that story got buried, uh, to use the, the media lexicon here, by the conduct of the people in the council chambers last night. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, and you know, and, uh, and it was a positive step. They we're all struggling to, uh, to deal with these issues. Uh, they're not easy issues to deal with. Uh, we're not the only ones that are dealing with this. Uh, this is happening, uh, you know, Canada-wide. Uh, Toronto has the, the very same, uh, same challenges. And, in fact, about some of the very same people, the the individual that got arrested yesterday was the same person that, uh, you know, was causing mayhem in Hamilton and then went to Toronto and did exactly the same thing. Uh, got arrested. And so, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we, uh, you know, we need to be vigilant in, in this process. We need to be working together on this process. Uh, and, uh, and the motion that was passed was an attempt to use the courts to, uh, to create an injunction that would prevent some of these individuals from getting access to our city hall. Can we uh, monitor and control where people go in all instances and in all locations? No, we can't. Uh, but you know what? I, 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 I rely on our police to, uh, to continue to monitor uh, and, uh, and uh, get the intelligence to, to try, try and tamp this down. They, they, you know, they have dedicated police officers doing this each and every day, monitoring these hate groups, uh, tracking their, uh, their activities, ensuring that they're not, uh, if they've been charged, if they're not, uh, you know, breaking their parole and, uh, and making the appropriate uh, charges uh, uh, or appropriate arrests when they do. And so, uh, you know, four arrests have been made here. Three of them were, uh, were, were parolees or parole, on parole based on their, their activities on, uh, on Lock Street. 
anarchists that actually terrorize that street. Uh, you don't uh, you don't get to hide behind uh, you know being gay, queer, or or trans or anything else. If you've uh, if you've breached parole, then uh, you ought to be charged and uh, and brought back into the uh, parole system. And uh, those individuals, the investigation is ongoing. I know it is. And uh, others that uh, can be identified uh, will also be charged. How soon, Mr. Mayor, can you get everybody at the table? Clearly, that's your stated goal here. You want people from that community. Uh, obviously, police services have to be involved in this. Uh, this, yeah. is good. this is going to take some coordination, but I would think that time is of the essence here. Absolutely, it is. And uh, we, uh, we are looking at uh, dates for next week. Uh, you know, the, the sooner the better that uh, we can sit down and have a, have a conversation about what police are doing and, uh, you know, some understanding of uh, what they're doing and why they're doing it the way they are. And, uh, and then, you know, have a conversation about what uh, other people think in terms of uh, the responses they're seeing and what more can we do collectively to stand against this. I can tell you that uh, we have had uh, many programs that are currently in place that advocate for Hamilton for All. Diversity and inclusion is part of our uh, ongoing work as a city, as a corporate entity. We work with uh, many, many partners in our community to uh, advance, uh, you know, uh, immigration and uh, and uh, a tolerance, not only tolerance, inclusion of uh, people that come here from other places. We have a Hamilton Immigration Partnership Council that continues to work to embrace uh, immigration and to uh, stamp out uh, discrimination in, in many different levels. I mean, there's much going on to, to, to fight and uh, work against this. But, uh, you know, when you have a handful of six or eight people uh, that are determined to uh, cause mayhem, uh, this is the end result. Uh, this is what can happen uh, if if that occurs, and uh, and we have to uh, we have to stand against it. You know, interestingly enough, uh, you know, when it comes to putting in the appropriate protections, I was at the Kitchener Waterloo uh, uh, opening of their uh, their LRT, and uh, the level of security that they they now feel and and I think believe we need to have for these kinds of major events when there are a lot of people gathering was enormous. Uh, they had to have the complete barriers and buses blocking entrance routes uh, to guard against any kind of an attack that uh, we've seen in the past on these large kinds of events when you've had dump trucks running through crowds or buses or vehicles. Uh, Today we live in a world where that kind of level of security is required. And I would say that uh, my advice to the police would be that uh, heretofore, uh, if you believe security is required at a certain event, then you provide it. Uh, and it doesn't really matter what anyone else says. If it's required, it should be delivered. Uh, and that's, uh, that's an important issue, I think, that we need to accept, uh, unfortunately, because we live in a dangerous world today. Well, I'm sure this is going to be one of the topics on the agenda for the next Police Services Board meeting, too, and we'll certainly be talking to you about that as uh, that date approaches. Mr. Mayor, thanks so much for the time today. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Hamilton Mayor Fred Eisenberger. Uh, if you missed it last night uh, and you haven't seen anything on social media, uh, as we've said it right off the top, things got a little crazy last night during the council meeting. To I have a lot more to say. In the audience, this is democracy at work. Unfortunately, some people don't like democracy. Sam, you need to, you need to stop as Obviously well. Obviously, they don't. Obviously, they don't. You need to stop. So the Section 7... Some members of the crowd obviously were uh, booted out. Uh, the councillor uh, continued, as uh, you had just heard. And uh, things got a little bit crazy. Uh, Ward 3 Councillor Narinda Nan, of course, was in attendance last night, and she's been very vocal about what council needs to be doing as uh, they go forward on this. Councillor, thanks so much for the time for coming in today. Appreciate it. 
My pleasure. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. First of all, your give me your reaction to what you saw and what you heard last night. I think fundamentally what I saw last night was a very concerned group of residents who have been asking for action against hate-based organizing that's been growing in our city since, uh, I think, emboldened since the presidential election in the United States in November 2016, that continues to grow and mutate and cause serious concern for people's safety. Um, feeling very, very passionate and very frustrated and disappointed with the lack of progress and on the issue and, uh, and demanding more, rightfully so. These are, these are people who feel very, very vulnerable in our city, and I think it's important for us to be sensitive to their experiences in order for us to build the trust that's needed to work forward together. What they have said, and the representatives I've talked to since the incident occurred in Gage Park anyway, uh, is, a, is a, basically a cry for leadership, saying, look, at the people who are the leaders in this community have to be the leaders. They have to come forward and, and show that ability. Did, did we see that last night? I think we absolutely did um, in terms of the uh, motion that I was able to work with Councillor Clark on in terms of the injunction and saying, you know, let's figure out what is possible right away while our staff continue doing their work to put together a hate mitigation plan for the city. And um, while the Hamilton Police Services continue their work around hate crime investigation as well. Listen, like we all know this issue and growing. It's not just a Hamilton issue, it's not just a Canada issue, it's a worldwide phenomenon right now where we've got a rise of white nationalism and populism that is terrorist in communities. CSIS just yesterday added two extreme alt-right uh, organizations to their terrorist watch group, uh, watch list, and I think that's a signal of how serious this, this issue is and how dangerous um, things have gotten. Things are. Everybody wants discussion. Everybody says there has to be better communication. There has to be better dialogue. And I think they're bang on. That's that's absolutely right. But we've got to get people to dial it down just a little bit because right now it doesn't look like anybody's ready to communicate and talk right now. There's too much anger. Absolutely, and I think our community needs uh, an opportunity for healing. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who feel uh, painful, pained right now, who've been harmed, whose friends were harmed. Um, and that's just in terms of the current incident that happened uh, in Pride. Then there's the ongoing kind of level of threat that our racialized community, our Muslim and Jewish communities and other folks who are targets of this type of activity are feeling. Like This does bring back uh, powerful feelings for a lot of people. And I think the one thing that we haven't figured out how to do well as a city, uh, as a government, is how do we actually put in place uh, mechanisms and processes and conversations that promote healing? That's part of the support work that we have to provide. And if it's not us, then we need to figure out who we need to partner with in order to support that work to happen, in order to get parties at the table to have a conversation. If folks haven't had the opportunity to have uh, uh, justice, then they're not going to feel like they're having an opportunity to get into the healing realm in order to engage in a fruitful conversation that can focus on the future. That said, there are other people in the community who are leaders who provide that kind of buffer zone between, you know, folks who might have been uh, harmed in the activities of the hate-based groups and the extremists and uh, able to kind of uh, be a spokesperson for those organizations, for those individuals. So I think we have to go about this in a multi-pronged approach. Um, yes, urgency, but also let's do this the right way. We know that we haven't gotten it right in the past, and this is an opportunity for us to explore new ways and to take guidance from the community who's been harmed. 
Arthur Kensler, Narinda Nan. Uh, Narinda, thank you so much for the time today. Uh, as I say, the sooner we can get everybody at the table and start talking, the sooner we can hopefully start going in the right road again. I, I, I agree with you totally. I think there has been a communication breakdown here, and that's, that's not the, the sole cause of what's gone on here, but it certainly is a contributing factor. Absolutely. And, you know, with us not focusing on the one issue here, which is hate-based activity and getting it convoluted with a bunch of other, um, you know, analysis, is, there's, no, there's no two sides to this story. This is a very simple perspective if you're willing to accept that this, what we need to focus on right now is the growing presence of hate organizations that are affiliating themselves with paramilitary organizations and individuals uh, who have been trained in paramilitary-style tactics and that is that is of concern. And if we can't get to the heart of the issue, then we're going to continue breaking down the trust. But I'm really looking forward to the next few weeks um, and ongoing months and years of dialogue on figuring out how to really make sure that our city is a place where everybody feels welcome and that everybody can thrive and has a place to, uh, to contribute. Narinda, thanks again for the time. I know we'll stay in touch on this. My pleasure. Take care, Bill. That's uh, Ward 3 Councilor Narinda Nan. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.